This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. When do we celebrate bad behavior? Mm. Why is it that it's it's okay? No. Where's a where's a little sportsmanship in the game? Uh, the biggest thing I felt I've, I've heard a bunch of people go on and say, "Well, this is what she did to me. This is what she did to other players." Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Just how many times your dad said you or your mom said to you, and you're going, well, Joel did it. And damn it, don't tell me what somebody else did. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, it's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. He is Cedric Maxwell. I am Joe Sways. That time of the week to catch up uh, with the Celtics, the NBA. We're uh, wrapping up the regular season at this point, right, Max? Not a whole lot of games left. So with that being said, uh, we'll also talk about what the Celtics have been doing lately. We'll, we'll get uh, we'll get Max's take on this whole uh, Caitlin Clark situation and all that. We'll save that for the end, though. I mean, everyone's had their opinions at this point. So what we got to hear Max's, right? But uh, like I said, uh, first things first, let's talk about the Celtics, what they've been doing lately. I mean, it looks like they're going to uh, cement that number two seed in the Eastern Conference. And this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Head over to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Uh, if you haven't already, all right, if you guys don't know, FanDuel's in Massachusetts. You can win $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Head to FanDuel.com slash Boston, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later on in the show. But first thing first, Max, the Celtics, uh, they, they won their first matchup against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they still got one more left, two games left, right, for this weekend to wrap this thing up. Uh, but it looks like they're going to cement this, this this two seed. And, Max, how, how are we feeling about the Celtics team? Because, you know, they're coming back from the road. Uh, they, they came back from a loss in Philly, a 52-point a heck of a performance from the MVP and Joel Embiid, if you ask me. But, Matt, how are you feeling about this Celtics team going into the playoffs as the, as the number two seed? If they're playing very good teams, I'm feeling very good about them. If they're playing teams that are below them, I get nervous because they have played down to the level of competition. Uh, we saw that with Houston. Uh, we saw that with uh, Salt Lake. We saw that in with the Wizards in Washington in the oh, yeah. tournament and you blow Milwaukee out. That would be my example of a team that, you know, that plays a, a championship teams maintain a certain level. And the inconsistency of this team on that side has been the one thing that I look at. They've had an outstanding, outstanding year. This is an outstanding year. 
but it depends on to me who they play. If they play a um, Atlanta, they might struggle. They play uh, if they play Miami. Uh, Jimmy Butler is giving them fits, so it depends on who they match up uh, with in the playoff uh, race once it gets gets really going. Yeah, I mean, th- those two teams are certainly options, right, right after recording this. So, I mean, something's like, again, they've cemented the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. But right now, I mean, Miami looks looks to be the uh, the first-round opponent. That could change in the near future, right? Could be Atlanta. Even Toronto has a chance, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you're wondering which team's going to show up, you know. And, and when I say that, I'm not quite sure. I, I'm going to go out and say, like, man, this team, because of what we've seen, can go out there and blow it in the first round. But if if a team like the Hawks or the Bulls or the Heat force a, a game seven, I mean, you can't help but wonder what does that do for a team in the long run, a team that's uh, trying to make it back to the NBA finals, you know, less than a year after uh, making that deep playoff run. I mean, so one thing we learned about that run is that it was exhausting, especially for guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think that it is that uh, when you talk about, but here's, I think, maybe the one saving grace. And I'm sure right now our listeners are saying the same thing to me. It's like, okay, Max, have they played with their complete roster? When's the last time you saw them play walk out with Rob and have uh, Horford and have um, going down the line with the people that have Brogdon? When have you seen that? And yeah. that's what I think you'll get in the playoffs. The only thing that will bother me is since they haven't played much together, how will how well will they play? Uh, when have you th- the best lineup that they had last year at the end of the year was when Rob was on the floor playing with Al Horford, Tatum, Brown, Marcus Smart. That was that was a lineup that just gave people fits. But we haven't seen that. I don't even know if we've seen that this year. That we've seen that and but now that you have more options when you have Derek White you have Brogdon playing well there's some things right now on the consistency side that I look at and I go man this is something that's going to be really really good yeah I mean that's what makes you confident right I mean if, if you don't have those guys you're, you're wondering man which team's going to really show up here I mean if you look at Brogdon and and, and Derek White, and you find seeing them find that consistency since the post All Star break. It's it's relevant for sure. I mean, because we don't know which version of Rob's going to show up, and I do believe that you know that's very important, especially on the defensive end of the floor. You know what this team is like when when he's playing at a particular level, uh, especially yeah. if we're talking about these top tier teams. But Max, are you afraid that this, they could actually uh, there could be some some sort of a first round upset against a team like the Hawks or the Heat or the Raptors? It it, it really wouldn't surprise me. Uh, with this team, this team is, and does, and it wouldn't surprise me if they win the championship. And I know people saying you're talking out of both sides of your neck. Well, that's because I've seen this team play like that this year. They've been, they, when, when they're playing their best basketball, they have been lights out the best team in the league. But then we've seen really um, a lot of times when they played the Washington Wizards, they played the Houston Rockets. They played Orlando came in here twice early in the season and beat them. So I, I just just want to know what version of this team are you going to see in the playoffs? That's going to be that's going to tell me how far this team is going to go or they won't go. Yeah, especially in their offensive approach too, right? Right, Max. I mean, if, if this if most of these this playoff run is is 
Jalen and, and 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 Tatum taking turns of taking over the game. I don't like that recipe, right? I, I like when the ball sh- is when they're sharing the ball and guys are you know five six guys scoring in double figures. I mean, we know it's gonna be a tight rotation. I mean, Joe Mazzulla has already shown us that ever since the All Star break, if you ask me, with these you know eight sometimes nine man rotation. But I mean, this team is good enough to pull it off with that in, in, in that regard, right? In, in that space. However, you wonder what's going to happen if if you know they run into those those uh, hurdles where the offense just completely comes up dry and all of a sudden Tatum and Brown trying to shoot their way into a win. Well, I think that you, the other, other players you talk about who could be available that would help you out would be Grant Williams. Uh, you know, who's had a early on this year, he was really great. But yeah. then the middle part of the year, Grant has been as he's been inconsistent because maybe not the minutes he was getting. So I just, it's just, but I tell you what, Joe Mazzulla has a lot of weapons, has a lot of options. You have two of the best players right now. If they're talking about wing players, this is the best two-wing combo that you think about in the NBA right now in Brown and Tatum. So I, I like their chances. They have great defenders at the initial point of attack. Derek White has been unreal. Derek White leads the league in block shots from the guard position. Uh, and so with him and Marcus and and you, you just go down the line, this team is, when, when they're playing right, they are fun to watch and they are dangerous. Mm. Is there a preference out of those three teams that you would like to see the Celtics play against? I mean, uh, is there a team that's uh, the, the weakest link out of those three that you, that well, you think let's is go with this, Let's go with the most dangerous team. The most dangerous team to me is down in South, South um, Florida. And that would be the Miami Heat uh, mm. because, because of one Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been one of in, – in the big games, on the big stage, Jimmy Butler has been the most dangerous man out there. Uh, there are times when you look at Miami, they're not as strong as they, they've been. Uh, Bam has had a pretty good year. The Tyler Hero has been okay. But, but the danger about that team is how well Jimmy Butler performs in crunch time. Mm. Especially in the playoffs, right? I mean, I'll, I'll even take it a step further. I mean, I, that's my choice, if you ask me. It's the Heat, but uh, Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra, right? He's not even a player, but he he scares me, right? I mean, the, in the best of seven series, going up against Joe Mazzulla. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, impossible for Joe Mazzulla, you know, to go up that hill and, and, and knock off mm-hmm. the Heat. But you have to. I mean, you look back, and that was a heck of a chess match between Ime Udoka and. And, and Eric Spolstra last season. So I, I'm expecting the same. I mean, he's that good of a coach, one of the best, if not the best, depending who you're talking to uh, in terms of, you know, revered coaches in the NBA. He's right up there with Popovich. Well, you, you just opened it up. You just opened it up, Josue. What the hell was he made doing at the game in Los Angeles? You sent me this picture of Emei Adoka at the, at the basketball game. What was he doing there? He's trying to get back in the social circle, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's got something. He's he's discussing a little something, something with one of those with one of those organizations. Both those, both those teams you think about are very solid with their coaching. Uh, Darvin Ham, who I talked to before he got the Lakers job, I said, "Don't take that job." Before you finish, though, why did you say that? Why did you tell him that? Well, I told him because I just thought it was going to be a mess. I thought it was going to be a train wreck. And it was, well, yeah, and it, that, but also because how many coaches have have, uh, have coached LeBron James for a year or two? Well, LeBron, a list, Le, a long LeBron list, right? James, and then you looked at 
Westbrook was there. So they hadn't found a recipe to uh, remove Westbrook. Now, Westbrook has been, with the Clippers, been really good. But with the, the Lakers initially, that was tough. And uh, now the Lakers are playing much better. And you look at the Clippers, I think they're solid still with Tyrone, Tyrone Lewis. So yeah, it's kind, of, just kind of funny to see him in that environment of two teams. I think they have real solid coaching staffs, unless he's coming back right now as maybe an assistant coach. But are you willing to go up that hill again if you email? Yeah, I mean – you don't want to turn down that kind of that kind of opportunity and then never get it again, you know. So I, I would assume so. So maybe that's a, that's that's something that's in the works right now. But I mean, the fact that he's out in California, I think that's the part that you know didn't surprise me at all. I'm like, man, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if he hasn't been in Boston since you know last summer because of what everything that that unfolded. But um, you know, it's his first public you, experience. You, you, what you wanna you wanna have theater because you always like theater. What happens if he may comes to the first Celtic game? Playoff game. It's in the crowd. Ooh. Is that going when your moment's going? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if the Celtics win it all this year, he gets a probably standard ovation because that's just how Boston no, is. No, no, I ain't talking about – If they I'm don't win – I'm not talking about coming to – I'm just saying he comes to the first playoff game, the Celtics play. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. So, like, in the next week or two. What's the what's the rumor, rumor meal with – you and the uh, top reporter, Bobby Manning, what, what are you guys going to do? You guys going to be going off if he was to show up in Boston for the first game after not being here at all. But it wouldn't be anything negative. It wouldn't be a negative connotation. It would just be like, man, I, I'm shocked he's here. That, that's what I'm saying. You would be yeah. shocked and you would be doing yeah. your, Joe, your Joe Sway, you know, having your phone in your hand. You're just waiting for no, it. Max, we'll say what up. Wait, we'll say what up. Wait, wait, Wait for some shit to jump off. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. There's email yeah. doing something. So I, I, think I probably have one eye on him and one eye on the court. That's true. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty fascinating. But no, I mean, uh, yeah. Good for him, though, Max. You know, I'm glad he's out in the public again. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I think that you have to put your, insert yourself. In. And in L.A., I think it's the easiest place to insert yourself because there's so many stars out there. And people don't even – they don't even recognize you or what mm-hmm. you're doing at a game. It's just like, oh, there's – That's a good a, point. There, there's Denzel. There's this person. There's yeah. that person. So if you're, in a, if you're in a crowd at a Laker game, uh, you know, it, it's completely different than maybe being in the crowd at a uh, Boston game, considering that uh, yeah. I saw everybody yesterday going crazy over Flavor Flav. What the hell was Flavor Flav doing in yeah, the damn? Everyone pulled up to this. To I know this you game. weren't you weren't there, and you you took your day off. I, I heard the one time, the one day, I, the one night I take off, and, and oh man, the who's who's of, of of I don't know any different type of uh, whatever you're into. <laughs> it was Flavor Flav. There was a little bit for everybody. It was uh, what's his name? Uh, Zappy, the the, uh, the quarterback, uh, Patriots quarterback was there. There was a little bit for everybody. There. Jeez. Yeah, it was. But Flavor Flav to be in the building was just like. So random. I mean, but just so random. Like, <laughs> like you know, you've seen random things before, but that was one of the most random sightings I think I've seen at the Boston Celtics game. They had yeah, the Celtics and Raptors game for no reason. Yeah. Like, not even a playoff game. Like. Flavor Flav in, 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 the, uh, in, the, in the second row 
of a uh, Celtic basketball game. Sean almost to him? Sean Grant Sean Grandy almost spit his gum out because he was like <laughs> because he's that that's that's his era. That that's his that's his genre. There. That is his era. You know how I know that? Because Granny stays with the shell toes, man. Like he will that that's his shit. Adidas. Mm-hmm. He's with the he's with the stripes all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's a that's the best sign right there. That that yeah. someone's someone's all about that '80s hip hop, and you know, yeah. Oh, he, he was like, this is one of the up? most influential rap uh, people or groups that was you know ever crossed. And you know, the thing to me that was really crazy was looking at all the kids that which they have these things now, these medallions, these big gold medallions. Yeah, that. what's up with that? It's like a new thing this year. That's uh, true. That's a flavor flavor move. He had this <laughs> he had the diamond clock on <laughs> around his neck. And it didn't with the look biking un- hat? Yeah, and it didn't look unusual. You know, before <laughs> it looked unusual. We know when you have a guy with that big, you know, now yeah. kid in the garden has that and I'm not sure who came up with that chain to sell him. Uh, you know, it's, it, it it was a brilliant move because everybody's selling them things. I think Sean was saying those things were being sold for fifty bucks a whop. I'm like, what? what? That, that fake, that fake ass gold and that big whatever it is. We used to I buy those in the uh, vending machine. Allow, man. I wouldn't allow my kids to put that around their neck because I'm I'm sure that shit would be green later on. <laughs> <laughs> that, nah, that ain't right. Yo, Max, back in my day, we used to rock the, the, the fake jewelry, you know what I mean? Like the fake iced out chains and whatnot. Nowadays, these kids, and they're paying, uh, uh, they're paying more than we did for the, for these, for this plastic jewelry, I guess. Is the new yeah. Thing. And this it's now crazy. every player iced out and, and, you know, and, and, oh, no, those are real. But back in the yeah. day, I feel like kids, kids don't even wear the fake jewel, the fake jewelry anymore, man. I used to have like the, 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 the chain, the cross that was like this big hanging across my chest, man. I was like, what? 13, 14 years the cross old. Could, wait a minute. The cross you could have put Jesus on would have been, I was on your neck. Okay. It was that big. Yeah, Jesus had all the diamonds, all, all the rhinestones all over his face. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, but we, I got to take pictures one of these days, Max. We, we, we digress. We'll, we'll get back. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't believe it, man. We'll, another episode. Another episode. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Max, let's wrap up this episode with... The talk of the of the week uh, ever since the NCAA national championship, women's national championship, man. Everyone's been talking about uh, Caitlin Clark and Angel Angel uh, Reese and and her uh, her her you can't see me retaliation, if you will, the national championship. After, you tell uh, me what you you tell me what after you think. by double digits. You tell me uh, what you think about it, and then I'll go from there. All right, I'm well, different page. So my thing is, I just think the whole thing was blown out of proportion in a, in a sense of, oh, man, how could you do that to her? And that was so unsportsmanlike. Like, okay, I agree with that. I do. And for a couple of reasons. One, because of when she did it. You know, I felt like it was sort of like, okay, it's at that point of the game where the cameras are on us. You know, 
we all kind of know what's gonna happen here. The game is the game's wrapped up. The game's been wrapped up for a while though, right? They're up by double digits, right? And then she decides to do it, and then she decided to talk her shit. I didn't like that. I, I think it's if it's it's way more it's it's organic when you just make a big play or turn around, you know what I mean? Like a, a eight eight oh run and you're up by five and whatever. That's different. You can't control that. That's just your emotions. But I feel like she can control this one. She kind of wanted to show out and she wanted to embarrass her obviously and i just I, again i think it was it was I don't, i'm not gonna say classless i mean whatever the term may be right okay it, it was unsportsmanlike right but if if this is a guy who did this it's not front page news you know the, there's the racial component in it as well you know i, I think there's that's part of it as well but i don't agree what she did but i just think the thing was blown way out of proportion well i I, I like what you said about that in the fact, and, and I'll hark back to something Michael Jordan said. And I think it was PJ had a shot against their team when he was with Charlotte, and they won. They, they oh, beat BJ, BJ Armstrong? BJ, yeah, BJ Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte against Michael Jordan's team late and uh, to win the game. And Michael Jordan was so mad. He said, man, you want to talk shit when you're up? He said, mm. it's more impressive to me when you see a guy and he's talking shit when he's down or the right. scores. Yeah, yeah. So it's I easy do, to talk I, when you're up. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree with that. Um, everybody coming to a rescue as mm-hmm. if she needs it. Yeah. Then, that's then, nothing, you say, then you say the component of it is black and white. It's a racial thing. No. When did we, and hell, I, I'm, I'm a player like that, so I've done things before, but when do we, mm, when do we celebrate bad behavior? Mm. Why is it that it's, it's okay? Yeah. Where's, a, where's a little sportsmanship in the game? Uh, the biggest thing I feel, I, I've heard a bunch of people go on and say, well, this is what she did to me. This is what she did to other players. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Just how many times your dad said you or your mom said to you, and you're going, Well, Joel did it. And damn it, don't tell me what somebody else did. Right. You hold yourself at a standard. Right. We talk about the championship. Those girls had never won at LSU. Congratulations. Right. I was happy they won. I was happy to see the way she played. But and now no one's talking about that. The, yeah. the narrative went from talking about them winning their first championship to her talking about I'm a hood girl and you guys say I'm this, I'm that and that I said, you know mm-hmm. what, hun, let me give you a give you a snapshot here. They talk about everybody. They talked about Jesus. But you know you <laughs> just you go out and you just play the game. And yeah. you let your you let your numbers do the talking. You let your championship do the talking for you. You know, I've been, yeah. people would say, well, how can you say that, Max, when you walked across the free throw line with James Worthy, I knew my guy, I'm mad to get this and have, mm. you know, put, give him the choke sign during the game. Well, we were not up in that game. That mm-hmm. was a close basketball game. And I was just trying and it's to the heat of the moment, Max. It's that the heat of the moment. You're not, you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to do this because the camera's on me. Right. No, it's because right. you're pissed. You're, you're right. into the game. Right. 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 I'm right there in the game. So I'm sure – People say, well, how can you talk about that when you played against the Lakers? You played against this team and that team. But I also know when the Celtics lost to the Lakers in 85, 
I went to the locker room after the game and congratulated them on winning the championship here in, in Boston in front of me. I knew that was going to probably be my last game in the Southern wow. uniform. So I, I just think that in those terms for me, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. Uh, I know Shaq has come up and said it was okay. Stephen A. Smith, oh my God, this is, how can you prosecute? How can you persecute this girl and that, that, that? No, Stephen A., it's it's not, if you are a champion, keep yourself at that level. That's what you want. You don't go down to the level of the next person and you don't say, well, she did this and so, oh, it was okay. No, no, it's not a a black and white thing. It's just a class thing. It's not, it wasn't, I'll agree with the people who are saying that. It's just not a classy move for a classy organization to win a championship. And it took away, you know, part of that. Now, there's another side and that what it did was it created a firestorm about women's basketball. And on top of that, I heard another guy say something, which I would have came to Reese's defense where the guy said, well, Caitlin's going to be dropping 30 uh, when she gets into WNBA. And uh, Reese, she's going to be flipping hamburgers two years from now. That that was like, where did you come with that? So, See? So, but you get what I mean? There, there, was, there, was some, there was some shit that went down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you can handicap the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of its ideal matching system. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. According to U.S. Indeed data, With Indeed, matching as soon as you sponsor a post, you can get a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job description. Boom, it's hiring at warp speed. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job and we'll match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post. With Indeed, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Cedric to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Cedric. That's Indeed.com slash Cedric. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Yeah, that was. There that was some yeah, shit that, was man. Yeah, that 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 I didn't like, but it also what she did, she sparked a conversation in yeah. doing and you could see some of the hatred that came out for her. What did that yeah. have to do? I like I said I didn't even understand where the guy went with that. Yeah, Caitlin Clark is gonna be a, a monster. The way she shoots the basketball in the WNBA. But I don't think the other girls gonna be next week be flipping hamburgers at, at McDonald's or Wendy's or someplace. I think she still has That's crazy. You know, man. She's a she's a, a a great basketball player for the WNBA. So it's gonna be a, a nice little almost like the uh you think about it this way. Was this a was this a Magic Johnson Larry Bird moment when they played against each other in college? A modern day version, yeah. Yeah, there was there was a millions racial, of viewers, absolutely racial component about that that yeah. people, you know, saw or or and and they put it to that. And hell, I was the first one to receive it. Once Larry got here, I'm I'm that racist, I'm that race ass black guy who said, "Quack, I can't play." And I received yeah, a so we- ton of it. When Larry Bird stepped on the court the first time with me, but yeah, yeah. that that, that harked back to me to the Magic Larry Bird game that they had Michigan State versus Indiana State in college. Right, but look, the difference in in this in this situation, right, is let's talk about the casual basketball fan who who just found out about Caitlin Clark two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And man, they love it. It's, it's, you know, she's great. You know, she's, she's, she's got attitude. She shows it and things didn't go her way in that championship. Right. And if you, if you're looking from afar or you're seeing the headlines, or you're seeing the highlights and, and there's so, so certain people out there who will see someone like Reese and say like, man, that girl is just, how could she do something like that? She's embarrassing her. There's so many millions of people watching this, but not understanding that there's a whole other component to this, man. Like the competitive nature and the and, and the fact that, you know, Kaylee had done it before. I just feel like there's a lot of people who jumped the gun. I mean, shit, fucking dude from Barstool, uh, um, uh, El Prez or whatever. Man, he was he was like, what did, what did he say? Oh, man, I forget exactly what he said, but it was something like, it was ridiculous. He was like, oh, it was a uh, classless piece of shit classless piece of shit max how many times have you ever described someone a piece of shit like that's insane like don't so so like you can't work, you still, there's a racial component there man like, let me ask you does he own barstool yes yes the president no, that's, that's embarrassing max that's, that's embarrassing to your so then when reese goes out when reese goes out and says oh when i do it i'm, I'm, a, I'm a ghetto black girl whatever Absolutely, I can't help but you know that's what people are thinking. At least that's that's what the attitude was. You someone just called you a piece of shit. It's like, geez, that's that incredible. Is, that is how many is. how many women basketball games do you think this guy's watched? But that was enough for him to say that. Like, it's it's incredible. Probably the fir- probably the first time he's ever seen a woman women's basketball game, uh, and just went you know. But it was like you said, it had components of a lot of different things. And LSU was a better team. Uh, Caitlin was super for, and maybe it takes the women's game to another level. Uh, you know, with those two. I mean, if they if they met again, and and they're on the and they're on each other's schedule. But then you hear you heard the other thing that kind of bothered me was I think that uh, Reese was upset because uh, Jill Biden. Yeah, I was going to get to that. One, one of both teams 
our first lady wanted both teams to come. And normally, normally it is the winning team which is invited to the White House. It's not yeah. the losing team. I've never seen, I've never heard of a losing team being invited to the White House. And I've been on championship run teams and I've never been invited to the doggone White House after I lost a championship. Is so why, why do you think that why do you think that is, Max? Because Joe Man, Biden loves himself some Caitlin some Caitlin. That's what he that's why. Yeah. He loved herself some Caitlin. And and, and Caitlin is 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 an American darling yeah. that happens to be playing uh in a, a league that desperately needed some attention and it was uh, Iowa as white as they could be versus, I was just gonna versus, say <laughs> versus Louisiana State, which which couldn't have been any blacker. <laughs> it, it's just like you, you, you pulled up. Yeah, it, it, it smelled. It's like it's like you know, pulled up in, in a hoopy and had gold chains on, and these girls from Iowa just stepped out of a cornfield on the tractor. So it was just like Got step dances and whatnot. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Doing their routine. Yeah, yo, we're gonna do yo step. We're gonna be stepping over here. The other girls they're doing a, a circle dance right. from Iowa. Right. So yeah, it, you know it, what? And, and and look, Angel Angel has she brings up a good point, man. Like no one's no one bat bat an eye when she was when when Caitlyn was doing this. Uh, no, it's not bad sportsmanship. It's all oh, look at her. She's she's got attitude. You know, I she's think sexy. That, I think that, but I looked at the play when she said that. Somebody said she waved the girl off. I looked at the play. It wasn't like that. They said she waved the girl off. She did like this. Yeah. It was a girl who wasn't gonna shoot, and she said shit. Go ahead, shoot. I'm not guarding you yeah, out there. Had, right. Had, you can't. I'm not scared of you. It had nothing to do with her walking up to the girl saying, you can't see me. It, it, right. that, was, that wasn't it. So I just found a lot of um, a lot of stuff, which was, uh, man. Well, like you said, that sometimes if you make noise in your league, hopefully that's something that's good for women's, ba- women's college basketball that you look at and you're like, wow. And Don Staley, who, you know, has been like unbelievable as a coach, loses. Yeah, she's goaded. And, and I, I would have almost preferred, I would, what would have happened if Don Staley's team had uh, played against LSU? I would have, I, I would want to see that matchup because, uh, you know, you, you look at those girls down in South Carolina. She would have been man, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> girl, you must be, no, you must be damn it tripping. You, your ass is tripping out here. <laughs> you know, you know that what somebody she, she damn tripping. Yeah, they would, they would use the B word. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, so wow, that just. But I, I again, there was so many components. But if you ask me at the end of the day, I did not like. What she did, uh, I'm confused by by Jill Biden um, wanting to bring the losing team to the White House. I've never heard that. And then uh, I don't know, Max. I don't know if he's that, calling the shots on that one, but okay. And then Reese, but then Reese saying uh, her saying, "Look, we ain't going to the White House. We you want to make it? We going to see the Obamas." <laughs> <laughs> Girl, <laughs> put a sock in it, please. Put a sock in it. All right. 
as long as I get reached the publicist, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> grab this chick real quick and say, yo, you, you, you just tone it down a little bit. Yeah, but tone Max, how would you feel, though? How would you feel, though, if you if you just won and you find out that they're, gonna, they're inviting both teams? Would, would that sit well with you? I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd feel good. I've never heard that before. Yeah, probably, I, I'd feel I'd some type of way about it. I'd be I like, would, what are we I doing would, here? I probably would. I probably would have felt away about it, like a. Losing I'd be like, you guys like her that much? Like, yeah, you know, a limousine team, or you know, Jill. If you want to, if you want to see her, why don't you have her over for lunch or something? You bring Caitlin down. <laughs> right. They have a breakfast, but, and we'll come by after. Can't right. have, you can't have the winning team and the losing team come on. The, are they coming on the same day? <laughs> with it, did they come on the same day? Do you open up a court at on the uh, on the White House lawn so they can finish this thing off? I mean, run, run it back, run it back. How, I mean, how's it done? And I did happen to like what Caitlin said. Now, see, to me, Caitlin was yeah. I'm gonna get to that too. I like what she said. She said, she said, look, I I'll, I'll say, it. I got it right here. I'll say, it. all right. It's uh, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Mm-hmm. She told ESPN on Tuesday. I'm just one that competes, and she competed. I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. Uh, we're all competitive. We all show our emotions in different ways. Uh, you know, Angel is a tremendous, tremendous player. I have nothing but respect for her. I love her game. The way she rebounds the ball, scores the ball is incredible. Is uh, absolutely incredible, and she just continues to gush over her pretty much. But See, yeah, that's, I like that. That's a that's a great publicist right there. Yeah. Whoever talked to her gave her the right information. Yeah, that's I agree with that. And 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 Reese, in the last moment, maybe again your emotions are, are raw, but you know, just some of the things. But girls who look like me, who say there's too hood and that that that, and all y'all said this, and you wouldn't say nothing to her, and it it was she was salty. She was. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't know if I've ever seen somebody as salty winning a championship. A salty winner, yeah. A salty yeah, winner. That's a salty one. No, I mean that's a good way to put it. Actually, yeah, you win and you're going okay. You know, they were a tough opponent. That that it wasn't even about it, and it wasn't even about their. It was more about what my coach always said is about me. It's I. It's I. They said I am. This is what they said about me. I, I, I. When we know that team sports is about the five people who are out there. It's about the team versus each yeah. other and my coach used to say that I said you can't have that many eyes Cedric when you're talking about your UNCC Charlotte team and you said well I was hurt in my foot yeah. but I decided and he just circled all the eyes that I mm-hmm. had in the conversation and said look how many eyes you have not about us mm-hmm. and uh that to me was 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 something I looked at so yeah it was uh it, it was it had a lot of um uh, it had a lot of Atlanta housewives in it. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah, a little bit for sure. I mean, okay. it was uh, yeah, it was it was a little more uh, uh, Patrick Beverly, a little too bad Patrick Beverly for me. You know, at the end of a game, trying to gloat a little bit, but yeah, just like like I said from the top, Max, when we first started talking about this, uh, it just seemed more of like a uh, this is my moment. You know, I'm gonna I'm a it's a dead ball. The cameras are you know where they're supposed to be at. It's go time. You know what I mean? Like, it just seemed a little, it seemed, you know, planned out a little. A little too planned out. Yeah, it seemed too contrived at that point. Yeah, yeah. Not, you can't you can't have that. Like, yeah, all you the know? cameras on me. I'm going to walk by you. I'm right. going to put my 
ring on my show you where my ring with the ring. She did the whole thing. She knew she was gonna go viral. She knew she was gonna go viral. You do that in the middle of a play when the game's really close. You don't. You may not go as viral. You know, you, that might that might just be a highlight, but it's not going to be the talk of the other day. Well, let me ask you this: I'm going to do something, and you tell me, is this right? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all. It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Steph Curry doing it. Good night, Celtics. How's that? Uh, Good night. If night. he's a college kid, that might be a talking point. But you, we can't we, we can't pretend like the the the, the woman part of that doesn't doesn't you know. That, that that's the bigger part here, right? I mean, people I, I, are like, "Oh, how could you embarrass? How could you embarrass that white girl like that?" Oh no, everyone's let watching. You, let me tell you the biggest. More part. about that, Max. Let me tell you about the biggest part, and I talked to somebody else who was. It's like Chris Rock was saying, "Make it." I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna let somebody who did uh, was doing um, uh, basketball, uh, and they were doing it. Is it the um, what is it? The young ones that, that travel around the country. Um, Playing ball all the time, all over the country. Young kid, e- AAU, AAU. Oh, the AAU, yeah, circuit. AAU yeah. basketball. He said, when that behavior is at the top, he said, that behavior filters down to the bottom. And you get kids who try to emulate what she did, and it's not mm-hmm. good for the game. That, to me, is, I think, one of the biggest points that I heard from somebody who was a AAU coach. They talked about that example of, uh, you know, of what you want. So wasn't it the yeah. same kind of example? You think about how the girl played some, some game, and I'm not sure who she played for. They were doing the lineup where they were shaking hands, and the girl comes down and cold cops the girl. <laughs> it's, it's her in the face. It's like, Jeez. man. This is supposed to be women's basketball. They they've taken it to a whole nother level. You know, it's interesting you bring up Steph Curry because she she has a very similar game, right? She can she can shoot from 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 deep, and you know uh, that that type of basketball is obviously you know he changed the game with that, right? He changed the whole entire generation to thinking that you know you can take those shots and that's okay, that's acceptable. But Steph Curry is also a low key one of the bigger trash talkers, right? I mean, so those little yeah. things, those little you know remarks and stuff like that. It looks like Caitlin picked up on that as well. So she added that yeah. to her arsenal. Caitlin's going to be I'm, – I'm going to be interested to see how that works in the WNBA. Oh, the WNBA, man, this is huge for them. You know what? <laughs> if I'm a GM, I'm looking at Reese as well. I'm keeping my eye on Reese as, as someone that can, you know, sell some tickets, be that d- defensive player that everyone wants to go and see. And but do you see her that, that, that the next time she plays Caitlin, so let me, let me ask you this, though. When you look at their skill set, which one of those players is probably had, is more skilled for the WNBA? And probably would be Caitlin. Caitlin, because, yeah. Because sure. this chick pulled up one time from damn Steph Curry range. I'm like, did, did she shoot it from there and knocked it down? And then the step back jump. I said, I'm, I'm wondering how Reese is going to be playing in WNBA as a power forward at 6'3". When you look at a lot of them girls in there, they six seven, six eight. Yeah. That they ain't girls. taking no, they ain't taking no crap in there. 
I mean, you can you you look at at that and you're going. This is going to be interesting to see how her game goes to another level. So definitely, definitely. but guys, so, hey. you know, I, I know we've talked and talked and yeah, we went in again. We uh, that's what we do. I'm sorry, but we always what well, what do we do? We keep it other what we got. We got to keep it on the hunting, man. That's what we do here. Keep it takes time. We're going to tell you what we believe. We ain't going to try to sugarcoat it. Uh, you know, we're only stronger when you mess that like button, subscribe to our Absolutely. podcast and what we do. And uh, I want to thank a, a lot of you, you know, thousands of you for the Isaiah response when they had Yeah, Isaiah. man. That was huge. A lot of people responded to that, man. We had such a, had a ball. And last night I happened to see Isaiah and we were talking about the, Isaiah Thomas. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we had a podcast with him. The great Isaiah from the Detroit Pistons um, was one of our other podcasts that we have. So, you know, want just to thank you guys personally for um, just hooking us up with the, the views and the likes and all that. Yeah. So between between the the the, the two episodes because it's a two parter, right? Between both of them, we're almost at a, about a hundred thousand of, of, of viewers and, and downloads. So it's incredible, guys. We appreciate the support, obviously, and uh, you know. Because of that, in our next episode, we're gonna we're gonna tell you guys how you can win this uh, autographed jersey, Cedric Maxwell jersey. We'll also have another episode coming out before the end of this week, so stay tuned for that, man. And uh, we'll explain all that uh, in our next episode. We'll explain the giveaway and how you can win big for sure. But that's gonna do it for this episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. He is Cedric Maxwell. I am Joe Sway Pavone. We'll check you guys out later this week. And uh, stay tuned, obviously, uh, to our to our next episode and how you can win that jersey, man. We'll see you guys then.